computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Welcome to the IBM Keep It Simple Technology Podcast, where each episode we discuss technology but in a simple way. We keep the explanation simple, but what we spend our time on is emphasizing what this technology means to you and how you can best utilize this technology for you and your business. Your host, as always, Thomas Angleo. Welcome to the IBM Keep It Simple Workshop. Two hosts for today are IBM's technology officer, Luke Vredenberg. Luke, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And myself, Thomas Inglero, uh, Nordic Director of Innovation. Luke, are you ready for uh, our first recording, our first episode on this podcast? Yes. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So what we see is that there's a lot of people working from home. And um, what we want to do at IBM, what we do all the time, is we provide it, we provide information, share information, but we want to share this opportunity and time to share information in a very simple way, not to blow you away. There's no way to do PowerPoint over a podcast. Thank God, right, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> yes, as technology officer, I have to subscribe <laughs> to that view. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he hates me already. So we just want to keep it simple. So we want to paint pictures in your mind and things like that. Uh, the first thing we want to first start off with is um, just give people some advice as to what how to work from home. And I think having you know having our CTO on Luke, I was call him just Luke instead of being so damn formal, is is great because a lot of people are unfamiliar with how to work from home. And at IBM, you know, like other companies, we have a work at home policy. So. Uh, Luke, just off the top of your head, right? Um, being the CTO, what are the, some of the things you think people should think about in terms of working from home? And, and for me, if I could just start the whole thing, the first thing I think about is, uh, that people probably should be running a VPN. Do you run a VPN while you work from home? Yeah, always, always to, to protect the, the data that I'm sending to and fro, uh, using my own private network at home, obviously it's, it's protected as well, but you can never be too sure. So I always run a VPN. Yeah. And I've, I always run a VPN and I run a VPN over my phone as well. So for those people out there, we said, we keep things simple. A lot of you may be going, what is a VPN? So VPN stands for a virtual private network. And basically what that means is that uh, usually you run an application on your PC or phone and it creates a tunnel a private uh, network that directly to a server and whatever traffic, whatever internet information is going from your PC out into the internet world, it's encrypted and protected so that nobody could hack you, nobody could pick it up. Luke, you have a more simple description of that? No, I think you, you described it very well. It's uh, it's your own private network on a, a common public network. So what you are doing is private just between you, your PC basically, and the server that you're talking with, which is usually then in the in the network of your work address. So you you get direct access to your uh, network at at, uh, at your office uh, through this pipe, which is then protected from anybody else. And that's uh, obviously 
also from a private perspective, if, if you're doing stuff for yourself, uh, i.e. you're running your VPN also on your phone, I do the same thing, that when you're at the, at the airport and you want to uh, browse the net, the web, uh, read the papers or whatever, you can still do that protected and private uh, by this VPN. Let, let me tell you, you just remind perfect story because you just reminded me of a perfect example of why you have to do this at an airport. So my wife and I, we were traveling through the country of Georgia a few months ago, maybe a year ago. And I went up to the second floor of the airport. I forgot the name of the, the city we're in. I'm American. We don't know geography. Um, <laughs> so I go to the second floor because as an American, I smell donuts, right? Don't say anything, Luke. And uh, so I have to find out where the hell they're selling these damn donuts. And there's this guy sitting there up at the, the donut store or whatever. There was a table and chairs and he had three laptops out. And I'm like, who the hell comes to an airport and sets up shop with three different laptops? And I just thought that's very unusual to have so much power, so much equipment. And he was working all three at the same time. Um, and my wife was downstairs on her phone surfing and things like that. Uh, when we got home, you know, we took our flight and everything. When we got home, we realized that she got hacked. And this guy was up there and he put up a fake, um, a fake node. And so that people would log in, he put his thing was like free airport Wi-Fi. People would log in, and so he took all of our all of her internet traffic. She got all of her username, passwords because she didn't have it encrypted. She didn't have a VPN running on her phone, right? So I mean, running a VPN is critical even when you're at home, but especially when you're not at home. Now, there's there's two different there's many different type of VPNs. One, your employer supplies, so that's a VPN, a private network directly to your employer. But there's also public VPN companies that you could buy VPN from as well, right? So I see now I, I'm uh, I'm client of one of the major, um, what do you call advice protection companies, and they now also provide VPN as part of their their uh, contract. So you can actually get your virus protection and your web protection as well as a VPN uh, from one source. That's very nice. Yeah, absolutely. It's the thing you have to run it for the VPN. What what are other things people should be doing? I mean, I, I really want to talk about what people should be doing with their time, but I think that's a, a hot topic and I won't touch on that. <laughs> well, I, I, I've noticed myself, uh, I'm now at home, four people. Um, kids my wife she's going to work from home from today uh, and myself and obviously we don't have four four places to work mm. so it's it's important or at least advisable that you have some sort of formal place where you say this is my office when i'm at home so you actually go to the office when you go into that room or that place sit there and you know your mindset is now i'm at work then um, when you're not there, you're not at work. Uh, so have some some sort of boundary between where you do your work and where you where you are private. Hey, Luke, not not every one of us are CTOs of IBM. We have a private room to work at home. But listen, <laughs> well, <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm sitting in my couch in the TV room now. So because, <laughs> because 
Oh, the other three have taken my room. So oh, you got thrown out. There we go. There out. we go. The truth yes. comes out. Yes. <laughs> he threw you to the sofa again. <laughs> That's what they call the pecking order, Thomas. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, um, I've worked in all sorts of different places in my house because the same exact thing where the families just rule rules. You know, I was just watching Vega TV yesterday, and uh, this woman uh, was being interviewed, and she has two little ones. And it's impossible for her to work from home. She was on a conference call, and, right? And the kids all crawling all over the place. So, I mean, that's an extreme situation. And I agree, I agree with the advice the expert gave, which is prioritize the family and kids. You know, that's especially if you've got little ones. But um, in my house, I've actually worked in my bathroom because that was the only place I could close the door and get somewhat less noise and not be so disturbed. You know what I mean? Um, so, so one of the advice that that she gave yesterday was lower the bar. So don't don't have the same expectations of your productivity when you're working at home, especially in this situation we are in now, where it will probably last a while, and you have to accept that you will not be as productive uh, working overtime at home as you would have exactly. been when sitting exactly. at work. Exactly. Uh, it doesn't this time period doesn't have to be a stressful time period. You know, it could be a time period where you lower the bar for the things you do. You do it really, really well, right? More, more effectively. Yes, more effectively. Exactly. And, and calling and um, going into people's calendars and filling up your calendar day with meeting requests. That's not effective. That's extremely ineffective, right? Mm -hmm. um, you can use this time. I mean, Luke, we were talking about before how you've made a list of all the different courses you want to take. This is great stuff to do from home. Yeah. What What are the things you can do that you didn't have time for before? Does your company have um, mandatory videos on learning different things? This is the time to do that type of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and then, but also on the soft stuff, because as a leader, um, taking care of people is huge and critical. So I think people should also have a list of who are the people I should call, not as a call, like a cadence call to say, what have you done and things like that, but who are the people I should call to take care of them and see how they're doing? For example, if you know some people in your company are sick, as a leader, I would have it on my list every day to make sure if I don't call them, at least send them an SMS or something, how are you doing? What are the calls you can make now to take care of your people, the calls that you didn't have time to make before, I think that's just as, as important as taking these courses. Yeah. One of the things that we have done in the, in the management team in, uh, in IBM Norway is that each, each leader has virtual lunches with their, with their team. So they, they book a time half an hour every day, and then they eat lunch together while they have their video on. So everybody can see each other and they talk just like we do now uh, about different things. So keeping the social contact, even if you're away. And I think that's, that's a great idea. Yeah, that's, that's, it's, 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 you know, when people are in crisis, I remember, um, a touchy subject, but I think it's perfect. You know, I was living in New York when 9 11 happened and, uh, New York always been the city of people saying, uh, New Yorkers are nice, uh, New Yorkers are rude. And when 9 11 happened, everybody came together. All, all issues were forgotten and forgotten for a long time. And I think it's built into human beings to take care of each other. And now that the whole world is having this crisis, I think 
in your own company, not just the people in your own team, but who else outside your team that you, you know, I don't have, I haven't had time to have lunch with that person. I've seen that person, send them a message. Hey, do you have a couple of minutes to talk? You know what I mean? It's, this, this is as important as um, making your company money because when you get back to work and normal, now your, your whole team, your whole company's closer and stronger. And now, of course, when we've been proven that when companies and people get along, you know, companies are more profitable. So. Totally agree. Yeah, this, I think, look, Luke, I think, uh, I think we could do this all day, but I want to give people a small taste of uh, what we're going to be talking about on a regular basis. Um, I want people to see the other side of IBM, not just the tie and jacket. <laughs> well, I've, I've thrown them away for a long time ago. I know, I know, but I'm still, every once in a while, people will keep asking me, where's the tie and jacket? I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> IBM has this stigma that needs to go away. But uh, I hope you get, I hope everyone has enjoyed this. Uh, Luke and I and others will be on this podcast and providing you with different information during this time. Um, what we want to let you know is you want to reach out to us. We're both available on uh, LinkedIn and we're available on Twitter. And uh, we love to hear from you. Um, once again, this is Thomas Anglero and Luke, please. Yeah, this is Luke. <laughs> he has a last name. And uh, we really hope you take care of yourself and your family. And uh, we will talk to you the next time. Stay safe, stay healthy. Bye for now. Bye.